bird. This sounds like in a bird sanctuary, Billy. How are you this morning? We're talking about the property market going up even more. Is it possible? And the history of property. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about it now. Billy, where are you? I'm. I am in a Berg sanctuary. I'm. In, I'm in Narrabeen this morning, everyone. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful place. It's incredible. How can it be so noisy? Yeah. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot of birds out here. I'll, I'll, I'll pan. Give you a pan around. <laughs> uh, I'll be able to imagine waking up to that every day. It's um some people's dream and some people's nightmare. Yeah, it depends on it depends on what sound you like waking up to, I guess. But it sounds like we could be in the rainforest. <laughs> now, Billy, um, we wanted to speak about this a couple of times now, and you have uh, not been in the property market for a long time due to your age. Can you believe, or are you a believer of what that what property's going to do when you see the the growth charts that we're showing today? I think. Seeing anything double in 10 years is pretty remarkable. Um, it's really hard to imagine $1 million go to $2 million in the space of 10 years. And that's the way uh, it has always been over the last 40 years. And, you know, that's the most reliable data we've got to say what the next 40 years is going to be like. But what what's interesting um, is, is despite whatever happens in life, it always seems to find a way to correct itself and then go back to uh, back on trend. So really, really interesting. So what we're looking at here is the um, northern beaches. There's a hundred and five thousand homes on the northern beaches, and what we've done is every single time that a property sells. It gets logged. It gets logged with land titles office. Stamp duty gets paid. Uh, that data becomes available, and RP data reports it to us real estate agents. We've then grabbed that information over a forty-year period. So you know, hundreds of thousands of transactions, probably a good, probably a million transactions over that period, and then we've yep. logged it in this in in here. So the uh, yellow part is how houses have performed. The blue part is how units have performed, and I think it solves a pretty good argument of do houses perform better than units um, in terms of capital growth? You can see they they really do follow each other. Yeah, it's amazing. So they big the big sort of spike and the big sort of drop off most recently. That's um, some of the strongest growth we've ever recorded. Um, on a, on, a, on a sort of calendar year, that was that was a reflection of COVID. It was a reflection of people really, really, you know, just spending and buying, and um, you know, not a lot of stock coming on. And then the market corrected itself, and that's that's you know now been over the last twenty four months, um, and even this year, you know, the, the market's come back up in a positive direction. So that's the most recent sort of big spike you can see at the end of that chart. And I think people, guys, people out there, what you've got to remember is over this period, we've had everything. 
we've had wars, we've had recessions, we've had GFCs, we've had COVIDs, we've had, like, you know, it's been fairly throttled. Uh, the human race has been, has sort of gone through its highs and its lows, um, and the property market still performs. Um, so, uh, you know, and a, a lovely thing here, and I want, if, if anyone ever gets a chance, re, uh, watch, I think it's on YouTube as well as Netflix. Um, is it on Netflix? Anyway, uh, Becoming Warren Buffett. That law of compounding is so, so important that if you just remember with property, you can put in a little to make a lot. You can partnership with your bank and they will actually make up the difference and you can keep that rent of and you can keep that capital growth of the entire amount. It's very hard yep. to do that with yep. stocks and it's very hard to do that with Bitcoin or whatever that may be. But they will match you. The banks will match your dollar uh, five times to one, um, which is very, very unique. And our banking system is excellent. So I'm, I, I am really optimistic that we've learnt a lot, particularly the last five years, that um, and we've displayed to the foreign markets that we're a good, safe market, um, you know, with with property, and it's just going to keep keep doing well. So over your career, you've watched it double, you've watched it double again. Is there yeah? Is there a, a one sentence you can break it down into say that's the reason? Uh, I would, that one sentence would be, um, scarcity. Lack, lack of stock, lack of new property. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, lack of land. Um, and I, yep. and I think that's yep. scared, that scarcity always, always can, you know, it, it values things higher. When it's hard to reproduce and when it is when when it is scarce, um, and and that's 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 the biggest reason I think properties property does well. Yeah, and and I think when you look at what happens over the next ten years, um, yes, there's new property coming into the market. Yes, there are new um, developments going up. Spaces like DY, exciting times, but. Um, there's nowhere near the amount of property needed to, uh, you know, change those prices for one, and for second, the amount of immigration we've got coming in, skilled workers, you know, making really great contribution, often on you know good good money as well, bringing that into the country. Everyone wants to be, you know, living in the same pockets of space. I think that's where uh, obviously it's possible to see these prices double again. And that's the part of. Uh, Australia that I've seen that haven't had as as well, uh, haven't performed as well with capital growth. They're the ones that don't have that scarcity. So what I like about Sydney, in particular pockets of Sydney, it's just so hard to replicate uh, more of that stock. Um, so I do really, really like Northern Beaches as an example, um, Eastern Suburbs as an example, because it's just really, really hard to replicate stock. So I think to insulate or galvanise capital growth, scarcity is a great one. Now, how, how how does the property double over 10 years? Is it 10% a year? Is it a big spike and a big correction and another big spike like what we've seen recently? Because this is the biggest correction and the strongest growth we've ever seen. 
So is it going to be a different way it doubles, do you think, the next 10 years? Oh, look, there's been um, that that chart that's on, on your screen um, appears that it's the biggest correction we've ever had, but it's actually not. It's only because of the way it starts to normalise as the period gets longer on your chart. So it's only because it's the most recent period it looks the most drastic with growth and with correction. But if you go back every 10 years, um, there's normally some wonderful growth over about a five-year period. Um, mm -hmm. And there's normally um, a correction for a few, uh, you know, one or two-year period. Um, but overall, yes, she's doubling every 10 years, the property market. Does it, does it scare you, the correction we've had? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, you don't you, you you don't you don't know the end of it, um, but you know it's as much as it scares you when that sort of happens um, to us as agents. You you just do what you have to do, and it's a bit like when the market performs well. So you sort of get kicked up the ass, and then you get patted on the head with the property market. <laughs> so where where are we now? We're getting patted. We're getting patted back a bit now. Yeah. We got kicked up the arse. We're back out of that correct correction market. I, you know, I, I, I would be to see it, to see it correct again. I'd be pretty surprised. I think it's just going to be nice, gradual capital growth we're building to our property markets for the next, you know, good three years. I reckon. Yeah. Well, what's interesting? It's all about funding. No one's talking about it. Is since the beginning of January this year, you know, DY has done close to ten percent on units. Um, so everyone was still sort of trying to pick the bottom of the market. Some buyers missed it, and it's actually come the other way now because there's such limited yeah. stock. 490 properties on realestate.com. Um, you know that that's a that's a four month low we've seen since the beginning of the year. It's probably not going to return to anything similar uh, at its peak of about 750 properties this year until we get into maybe February next year. Though there's still there's still a very limited amount of stock um, on the market. It's interesting what you said about people miss it. they've missed the bottom of the property market, but I think you know that really could be reality. Hey, they they thought it was yeah. going to correct. I think there's a lot more a lot of opportunities out there with the interest rate rise going. Oh my God, this is going to be unbelievable, great. Um, but then the market started doing better when the interest rates kept going up. It's weird. It's a bit, yeah, it is a bit counterintuitive, but you just mentioned, uh, you know, I think the biggest uh, contributor to all this, the funding is just not there with rates going up. People are holding their property, they're staying put because they can't maybe make the move they once could. So we had uh, Zach from Shore Financial into our office, explained that for every 1% change in the cash rate, it's 10% off your borrowing capacity. So there were buyers out there maybe looking to make a move for a million bucks. They left it, the rates changed uh, by 1% and all of a sudden they can borrow, you know, eight, 900,000. Property wasn't there to, for them to buy anymore. So um, I think, you know, no. people had that hesitation to move. Well, yeah, people are getting re-rated, aren't they? You know what I mean? So that, that re-rating, uh, you know, people have 90 day loans and if they're getting re-rated on the on the new interest rate, they just they're yeah, they're getting um, they're getting less money. But I think a lot of people are frozen into their property, uh, and they just 
they just don't want to. They're just like, you know what? Let's, we're just going to double down where we are. Work hard on paying uh, paying the mortgage. Um, I was at a um, Christmas party yesterday, having a chat chat to a couple of real estate agents, and we're all sitting there going, "We just we can't believe the the ability of for people to just you know keep paying." So, that's, people have obviously got good savings, good jobs out there um, to continue this, but um, yeah. 2024 is going to be a really interesting year for property. Yeah, sure. Well, I think we're going to see more growth. How much? Uh, I couldn't put a number on it. I heard Lisa saying 10 to 20% yesterday. I think that, that might be ambitious at the top end of that range. But um, the, the good news is rates are looking to hold and stabilize towards the end of next year. That as a landlord, as a homeowner, and as a buyer and as an investor, all packaged up into one. Uh, next year, I'm looking to buy another property, and if rates hold, it's only going to make it easier. Boom. There you go. Have a good day, guys. Have a great day, everyone. Less traffic on the roads, which is good. Christmas is here. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's exciting. One more sleep. Yeah. One more weekend sleep. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Take care, Billy. Thank you. Hope See ya. Everyone. See ya. Bye.